Hello and welcome to the Atomic Impact Podcast designed to help business owners and leaders with short atomic episodes to impact your business for marketing, sales, business growth, personal growth, and much, much more. I'm your host, Jason Osborne, and I'm looking forward for your business and life to be positively impacted by this podcast. And as a thank you, just for listening, I'd like to give you free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn to generate high quality leads without being spammy. All you need to do is go to www.impactforleads.com to get immediate access. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, it's Jason Osborne here again at the Atomic Impact Podcast, and I have the privilege of having uh, Tom Dennis on the show today. Uh, Tom has been in business for a long time, owns a company called Serenity and Leadership, where he works with companies, organizations, leaders to help them around inclusion, making sure that everyone feels a part of what they're doing in the business and helping the businesses grow. And we've got some great, great conversation points we're going to go through today that I'm looking forward to. So Tom, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here with you. Amazing, amazing. So one of the things we talked about uh, kind of pre-show is ego in leadership, uh, which, uh, of course, there's no there's no leaders out there with egos, is there, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so can you talk a little bit around that, um, the challenges that leaders have with their egos, what you work with in, leader, in leaders around that? And, and we can just start diving into it from there. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's one of those paradoxes in life that uh, in order to have the energy and the drive to uh, to have what it takes to to run a, a create and run a, a successful business, you've got to have an ego. And of course, we all need an ego. An ego is created. Uh, in in uh, in our youth, well, right from the beginning, and what it does is it helps protect us. We um, we use our ego, and it it uh, helps us. But as we grow up, it tends to get in our way, and it stops us from doing things that we really should be doing, and it tends to make us do things that we probably shouldn't be doing. So um, it is that that paradox and if you look at most uh, uh, leaders they are very driven they're very focused and um, what they're trying to do is uh, well we lots of us have different reasons for um, being driven but uh, one of them is satisfying early conditioning by that, I mean, you know, our relationship with our parents uh, and so on. You'd be amazed how many really successful CEOs are out there who lost one of their parents at an early age. And so it is that they're trying to fill a hole somehow hmm. uh, or satisfy a drive that's been created. And so the ego um, really pushes us and... Uh, the, the, the difficulty with that is that uh, for a lot of people, it can be incredibly damaging. And so that's why I talk about self-awareness and enabling leaders to understand what truly is driving them so they can manage it as opposed to be un being unconsciously driven. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, which which uh, which I think is important to realize that there's an element of ego that's from what I hear you saying is good because it helps drive us. There's this, uh, you know, that that element of, uh, you know, I'm I'm good at what I do. Okay, not being cocky necessarily, but being confident in that and having that ego to drive it. But where's where's that tipping point then of ego where it actually becomes detrimental to a business? Well, I think a lot of it does comes down to to um, uh, un- unconscious drivers, and so if if a, if a, if a, if a leader understands where that drive is coming from sufficiently, they can see it. They can acknowledge it and they can say, ah, I see why I'm trying to do that now. It's because I am being driven in this particular way. And actually, I wonder whether that's the most helpful thing for me right now. Maybe not. Uh, You know, when somebody comes in the office and you just want to give them a bollocking, you know, you and but actually that anger is not coming from really a, a particular disappointment or frustration about that person. It's much deeper, but you let it all out on that person, which is just unfair. Uh, and so the, the more aware leader will say, I see that I'm angry. I see that I want to take it out on that person. And actually it's not appropriate. Uh, yeah. And and maybe you just close the door for a minute, scream and shout, and then open the door and say, come in. And then the, the, the conversation you have with that person who's not done something very well or did something badly is much more balanced. And that's how you retain people. So many organizations are run by fear. And it it's just enormously destructive, enormously destructive. Yeah, yeah. And and because. Uh, fear I, i've i've been in those places before it's not productive it's quite it's a very you know toxic environment to work in because you you dread going in you dread having conversations you're afraid to do anything wrong and oftentimes what i find happening is that uh cultures like that they hide the mistakes anyway until it blows up and then it becomes a bigger problem than what it was at the beginning all because of that fear culture. So when, in terms of that element of, of leading, having that, having a, 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 I'll say a positive ego, but where's, where's the bit of kind of that inclusion bit um, where a leader might think I'm the best at this. No one can do it as good as I can, but if they try to hold everything in, it means they can't scale either. So how, how do you, how, how would you advise a leader to be able to scale and grow and develop their business while still letting go of things so that the business can grow? Well, that's a big question. <laughs> uh, it, it's fascinating me that, that uh, over the years, I've worked with an awful lot of um, people who've created their business. And what you uh, have, what, what we've often found is that uh, th- these people have their children almost at the same time as they create their business. It's, a, it's an enormously creative uh, time in their life. And as the children are growing up and they're starting to want to leave home, is very often the moment that that leader needs to let go of their business. And it's, it's 
so hard because they are losing their children to the world, if you like. And the thing that they've gained their sense of identity through so often, being the, the, the creator and CEO of their business, um, is actually calling for them to let, let go. And so an awful lot of them don't. They, they can't hold on to their children normally. So they do hang on to the business. And very often they do enormous damage in that time when it really is the moment to breathe and let it go. I, I once coached a guy who, uh, he was great. And what, what he, he, he built the business up. And then what he did was he said, I am now gonna play golf and I'm gonna play golf and I'm gonna spend a maximum of 20 hours a week in the business. And I'm gonna do that by coaching each of my executives, that's it. And, and he, he pulled himself away, it was really difficult, but actually the, the, the business just flourished and all sorts of things started to happen that didn't under his leadership. And he, was, he had let go of his ego, ego sufficiently that he could see that and rejoice in it, as opposed to saying, that's not how I meant it, that's not what I intended. You know, how do you create this baby and then let it go? That's just such a big challenge. Yeah, and I love that. So, so you're not saying, you know, letting the business go is in, ter in terms of shutting it down or selling it off, but letting it go in terms of you having to be the one that makes all the decisions and almost getting to that place where, okay, you've built it up. And, and if you you relate it back to the, the I love that analogy and uh, with the children, it, it's like, okay, now I'm just going to mentor those leaders and let them spread their wings, let them take the reins. And I'm, I'm just going to be there as that father figure to be able to help guide them. Just like if our, our kids go off to uni, they'll, they'll ring us asking us for money or what's our advice on stuff. And, but we're not there in the day-to-day -day element of it because we can't be. And I love that. That's, that's an amazing concept, Tom. Really, really good. Well, <laughs> it, yes. And as I say, it, it's just that, that willingness and the wisdom, actually, to say, I've created it this far. Yeah. And now it's not my job to take it to the next level because actually I've done my bit. And uh, you see it, particularly in the, the US, where, where mm, uh, people are the CEO and the chairman. And those are two very different functions, mm. certainly in the UK. And strictly speaking, they should be in the US. But when you have the same person doing both, it actually, um, it, 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 what it's showing is that somebody cannot let go. They've got to be in control. And um, the, 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 the chairman's job is much more about having that strategic overview and seeing where that organization fits into a much wider picture. That's not a CEO's job. CEO's, mm. CEO's job is much more sort of running the day-to-day -day, um, uh, situation. So um, you'll see some CEOs who will step into uh, chairmanship. And that sometimes is good and sometimes it's not because yes, they have huge understanding but to let go of the day-to-day -day and to look much more at the, the, the overall strategic uh, situation for some is enormously difficult.
And again, coaching for that can be really, really helpful because yeah. they can, that, that the whole idea of helicoptering above a situation, looking at it, but from that, that completely different viewpoint can be enormously uh, empowering actually. Uh, and, 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 and not just for the individual, but for the business as a whole. And that's the bit. Yeah, yeah. So almost what I hear you saying is recognize the phases or seasons of your leadership within a business and don't let your ego get in the way of your own growth as well. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we live in cycles. Um, yeah. And uh, it's really important to, 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 to allow yourself to feel it because it's like the universe, nature, whatever you like to call it, is there and is, is, is guiding you through these cycles in, in your life. But it's so easy when you're in one and it's going kind of well to stick it, to stick there. Mm. And the, the more you do that, um, the less successful actually you're going to be. Uh, and, and the organization, you know, organizations have a life. If you look at the, the, the percentage of businesses that never get beyond 20, it's fascinating. And of course, that often reflects back to the CEO who couldn't let go and actually killed the, 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 the beautiful thing that uh, he or she created in the first place. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you normally look at about seven or eight year cycles and it's quite interesting to, if you plot out your life and say, what, where, where are my high points? Where are my low points? Um, wh where was I in the doldrums? Where was I um, really flying, you know, in the flow? And you, not always, but quite often you can see these seven or eight year cycles. And, and again, it's all part of being, having that level of awareness of you being on a journey not just stuck in a room. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, it's really, really some really great, great concepts in there that I think if we allow ourselves just to lay down our ego uh, and allow to bring other people in, not always having to be the one that leads and drives and understand those seasons. It sounds like that's such a much more, and it makes sense when you say it. <laughs> that's the thing. It, it sounds like, oh yeah, that makes makes sense. But we often don't actually apply that information, do we? No, no. And and and, and of course, um, what, one of the challenges for a lot of people, particularly when they've got a very strong uh, ego, is that they bring in people or they allow people to rise in the organization who agree with them. Mm. Uh, and I, I mean, I remember being called into an organization years ago uh, by, um, actually it was a firm of accountants because they bought this company and they went in there and they looked around and everybody who didn't look like them, they fired. Wow. So that you had all these very brainy numbers oriented people in the organization and all the creatives they got rid of. And it lasted about a year after they'd taken it over and then it went bust. Mm. And, uh, you know, if you really want to be successful, you've got to learn how to, to surround yourself with people who don't look like you, 
who don't feel like you, who don't sound like you, and probably some of whom are really going to irritate you. But actually, that's where the, 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 the um, what would you call it, the, the grit on which the pearl is, is made. Um, you've got to have that creative conflict in an organization. And for people who want to control, that's just anathema. They don't like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you've, you've got to allow people the space to express themselves in such a way and disagree with you. Yeah. You know, we, we, we have a political situation right now where um, the prime minister has surrounded himself with all the people who effectively say yes to him. And all the people who disagree with him, they got rid of, got rid of them at the last election. And it's a disaster <laughs> um, because they've lost um, any creative conflict. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sorry to talk politics, but it, it's, it's actually quite a strong example um, today. Well, yeah, and, I, and I think, uh, you know, politics aside from in terms of what side of the the platform you you lean to it's the principle that's important because look we we all want to be surrounded with people that agree with us because it's a validation it makes us feel good right but actually having people in there that can be a bit more challenging ask those tough questions and go actually why are we doing it that way that's not a bad thing, as you're saying. It helps us to be able to look at things, have different perspectives, as you talk about with what you do within, in the inclusion element of what you do with your business and all that, which is so powerful. And I think it's a massive, massive key. But listen, Tom, we, we've come up to the end. I can't believe it's gone by really fast. Um, but if people want to learn more about what you do and possibly how you can help them in their business, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Well, we'd love to hear from them. Uh, The website is serenityinleadership.com, all one word. And uh, you can write to me, T-H-O-M, at Serenity in Leadership. And um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your reactions or your thoughts uh, uh, in relation to what uh, I've been saying. Um, Because... I, I'm not looking for everybody to agree with me. I, that's that's how we grow. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, great. We'll, we'll have all that in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, check the show notes out and you can get in touch with Tom. So Tom, thank you so much for being on the show today. Massive privilege having you on. Thank you, Jason. All right, cheers. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Atomic Impact Podcast. And as a reminder, please go to www.impactforleads.com to get free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn to generate high quality leads without being spammy. And please also like and share this episode with others and leave a comment as I'd love to hear from you. This is Jason Osborne and I look forward to sharing the next episode of the Atomic Impact Podcast with you.